Hello and welcome to the PHBC Pastors Podcast, where we seek to bring biblical and pastoral insight to everyday issues for the people of PHBC. I'm Brian. What are you reading from there, Brian? The script. The script. Why don't I have a script? Because <laughs> you're a doctor, and you're the guest of honor. No, you're the host. I don't know what you are. Whatever you are, you're going to tell us about the end time. So today the we are starting times. a little mini-series on the end times. I've had some requests for such discussions, so we'll take a handful of weeks uh, talking about such matters, common questions about end times, try to provide some hope in the midst of our current difficult season. Uh, so to set the stage, we'll start just by talking about eschatology today. Then we'll look at the book of Revelation about hell and heaven. Um, so for today, Pastor Brian, why don't you kick us off. What does eschatology mean? That means the study of last things from the Greek eschaton, which means last. So eschatology is last. So the study of last things. The study of last things. Things. So, uh, when do these last things take place? In the end. <laughs> well, that'll so. wrap it up for today. <laughs> so, so one way of talking about this is the study of the, the last days. So, this is biblical language we see um, both Old and New Testament. So, Pastor Brian, how about let me phrase it this way. When do the last days begin? So we are living in those last days now. We are. Well, so then, when did those last days begin? When Christ ascended into heaven, the Amen. last days began. Of course, are, are we going to differentiate between cosmetolo- uh, cosmic eschatology and personal eschatology? Is, <laughs> are, are, you weren't planning on doing that? Because that's important. That's an important distinction. So, so there is a sense in which... The cosmos is coming to an end, and so that is the universe and humankind and everything that exists is coming to an end, and those are properly called last things. But there's also a sense in which we are individually coming to an end, and so where our individual death and then what happens between death and, and the eternal state is also properly a study of last things, but that's on a personal level as opposed to a cosmic level. That is a helpful distinction. I do appreciate that. Um, so picking up on your comment about the last days, Acts two seventeen, and in the last days it shall be, God declares, that I will pour out my spirit on all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, and your young men shall see visions, your old men shall dream dreams, which is, of course, followed by the spirit himself pouring out on the uh, apostles. At, at Pentecost. At Pentecost, ushering in these last days. So yes, we are and have been in these last days for some 2,000 almost years. Uh, Pastor Brian, when it comes to last days, I've heard language of already but not yet thrown around a bunch. Could you take up that phrase and help unpack that a little bit for us? So already but not yet is a phrase that theologians use to talk about. Um, so we want to avoid what's called an over-realized eschatology. Ooh, Ooh there's something fancy for us. And over, so the, the idea that we have already attained everything that there is to attain in the last days. So we are not there yet. We, those promises are, are, are already true. Um, uh, but we are not there yet, and so, for example, we have uh, we've been studying through Romans on Sunday mornings. Uh, we have been freed from the power of sin and the penalty of sin, but sin still remains in this world, and so it's an already but not yet. 
So we, we still have to deal with sin right now. Now, when the last days are completed, we won't have to deal with sin anymore. In heaven, praise be to God, there will be no sin. And so we won't have to deal with that. But we have already been freed from the penalty and the power of sin, but we still have to wrestle with sin in this world. So that's an example of already but not yet. There you go. And so then you touched on it, but just to make it explicit, what is that connector key to take us from this present already but not yet to the full consummation of the last days? What is this thing that we're looking forward to waiting on? Um, are you talking about the glorious return of our Lord? Yeah. Okay. There you go. The glorious return of our Lord. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's it. Well, so I, I ask it partially because I've got the, the lyrics, And Lord, haste the day when my faith shall be sight, the clouds be rolled back as a scroll, the trump shall resound, and the Lord shall descend, even so it is well with my soul. Is that a modern hymn? Uh, I don't believe so, but yeah. it's a, just a delightful one nonetheless. Uh, <laughs> so I, I wanted to share that, but also because I wanted just to, to really hammer home the centrality of Christ when it comes to this understanding of the last days. He is the one who inaugurated, who will yet consummate them. He is the last. He is the second Adam. He is the one who this is all about. And at least in my experience, I often see these sorts of discussions uh, separate themselves from a Christ-centered perspective and get more into nitty-gritty or self-centered details and all these things. Not inherently bad, but want to remember and keep central Christ in all of these discussions. He is the one who began it, he is the one who will consummate it, and he is our hope from getting to there from where we are now. So then one other question on this uh, consummation of these last days. Uh, when will that happen? When will our good Lord return? The trump resound, the clouds be rolled back as a scroll. When, when should we look forward to that? On the day that the Father has set for it to happen. And not not a moment sooner. And so we can, we can, when somebody tells you, beloved, that he, he or she knows the day when it's going to happen, you can automatically write that person off as a false teacher just right off the bat you don't have to hear another word out of their mouth they are a false teacher they don't know what they're talking about jesus himself when he was on this earth did not know the day and so uh, despite people you know pulling out their uh, slide rule and abacus and trying to figure out everything and so you know, they've got the date and they know when the stars are aligned um, we don't know which means we should always be ready and always be prepared because it could happen anytime. It could happen before this podcast goes live. So we could be recording this for naught. I mean, we could be in glory with the Lord. What a blessing that would be. Amen. Not that we don't want you to benefit from this podcast, dear brothers and sisters, but you get the point. Um, so let me expand on that a little bit, because this is just something that, that intrigues me. So despite Scripture being so clear, so you referenced uh, Matthew twenty four thirty six. Jesus says concerning that day or hour, no one knows, not even the angels of heaven, nor the Son, but the Father only. Why? Why do so many people still claim to know? Why are there books that still keep coming out, having cracked the code and telling us what sign is what? Just any thoughts on on why so many people make that claim? Because people are sinfully intrigued. This is one of the reasons oh. I. Um, have thus far in my pastoral ministry um, been not that the book of Revelation or the book of Daniel and other apocalyptic literature not that they're 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 important to study and we should study them uh, but sometimes we as you alluded to a little bit earlier we we might 
go after them and study them for the wrong reasons just because we we have this desire to know the unknowable and we think you know we have we have some secret kind of knowledge that nobody else has ever had mm -hmm. um, and so what's important for Christians to believe is not the exact day or hour at which Jesus is going to come again we should be prepared for whenever that happens uh, but Christians should believe with all their hearts that he is coming again now if you so if you have a question eh, I don't think Jesus is going to come again um, now we have an issue about whether or not you believe the Word of God and whether you're genuinely a Christian um, if you don't even think Jesus is going to come again um, but as far as the day and the hour uh, we just live in a state of readiness knowing that he will return and hopefully we'll be found uh, doing his work when he comes well said so uh, to, to start to land this plane, two final questions for you. How should our understanding of the last things, of these last days, impact us? Can you give us any takeaways? So is it that um, this needs to be front and center in our mind every day? Is this something that, oh, well, it comes up every once in a blue moon, but not, how should we, what should we take away from this subject? Um, so I'm gonna say the thing, same thing I just said. We should, live every day in a state of readiness, preparedness, that this could be the day that Jesus comes again. Um, but we don't live, we don't let that fear, we don't let that reality rather paralyze us, uh, nor do we uh, kind of seek, you know, just that, that we forget, you know, you know, I work a job so that I can help provide, put food on the table at my, for my family and so I don't want to say, ah, I can just quit my job because you know, Jesus is coming again anytime soon. That would be foolish of me to do that because I don't know when he's coming. And so we go about living our daily lives, being good citizens, being good Christians, uh, being good employees or employers, whatever the case may be, uh, living in such a way that we know that Christ could come back at any time, but we don't allow that to um, yeah, paralyze us. Uh, from living out a normal, normal life. Well said. Pastor Brian, anything else that you wanted to say to kick off this series on eschatology? That's the last thing I wanted to say. <laughs> and that, ladies and gentlemen, is why he is the lead pastor here at PHBC. <laughs> well, thank you for joining us today. I do appreciate your time. Uh, we'll be back next week with a continued discussion. We're going to look at the book of Revelation. If you have questions about eschatology, revelation, heaven, hell, things of this nature, by all means, let us know. We would love to incorporate your questions into these discussions because, again, the point of these podcasts is to serve you. So thank you for listening. Let us know what you've got. For now, God bless. This has been the PHBC Pastors Podcast.